are for lovers. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Cam. John, what the hell? Woo. Oh my goodness, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we just recorded a pretty damn good intro that Colbs just. I was did. gonna say I just nailed that. Like and, I killed that intro. <laughs> uh, no one will ever know what it sounds like unless we do one of these. Colbs, take two. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to the sports roundtable of Jacked and Canned. So, guys, the show's going to work a little bit differently this week because we <laughs> never got to doing last week's shows because I became violently ill over the weekend. And thus, John and I weren't able to record when we were planning on it. So now it's on Monday and we're like, oh, we got to get something out to them for last week and for this week. So we're going to actually be doing shorter roundtables this week. This one's going to include the NFL top 10 power rankings, according to Kolb's. But we will be coming back to you guys before the beginning of the NFL season, or at least before su- or, uh, the beginning of the weekend playoff games. We may or may not have something out to you before the Thursday night opener, but absolutely before Sunday, we will have the picks from Kolbs, from John, from Sparky the Coin. The boys are here Sparky's to get back. picks. So, John, <laughs> I'm going to send it back over to you. That one didn't go quite as good as the first one, but I think I hit most of the major points. No, it didn't go quite as good as the first time, man. The first one, you nailed it, and I blew it. I blew it. All right, I thought that was going to be a lot more badass of a sound than just a little chime, so... I was going to say, that that was terrible. What, what was that? I nailed it? Was that the chime? Yeah, it was into space. It's supposed to simulate going into space somehow with that noise, but I don't know how that sounded like space, so... Have you ever watched any of those videos about what it sounds like in space? No, does it sound just like that though? <laughs> no, 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 I would have to say that it does not sound like that. There's <laughs> okay. definitely not a melody in space. <laughs> well, you know what? We're gonna try one more. Oh, okay. All right, we're setting up the stage. <laughs> space right. also space doesn't have a whole lot of bass. That's well, that one was called Feeding the Ducks. So shout out to StreamYard for the sound effects. Appreciate it. We're Ducks still learning how to bottoms. use. <laughs> we still learn how to use those, ladies and gentlemen. Who's on top? American League. We got the AL East over there. We got the Yankees sitting on top, followed by the Rays, the Blue Jays, and the O's. Colbs, the Orioles. They have a chance to make it into the playoffs. Are you rooting for them at all? No. Damn no. it. No. It's. I mean, for me, John. It's. I mean, the Yankees are going to be there. We pretty much know that, and. I got to I got to pull for the Rays. Crap. All right. Well, not the answer that I was expecting there or wanted. I wanted you to start rooting for the Orioles. They could do it. Colts is their year. AL Central Guardians sitting on top. AL West, we got the Astros sitting on top. Heard the Guardians lost like two of their starting pitchers. 
Yeah, last 10 games as well. They're two and eight. So they're kind of on a little bit of a slump. And if they're not careful, you got the White Sox that's two games back. You got the Twins that's a half game back over there in the AL Central. Coles, it's fun baseball season right now. They're getting ready to go into the postseason here pretty soon. But we need to find out who's going to make it over there from the National League. What, the, what about the AL West? What the hell happened to that? Oh, AL West, did I skip over them? You I did. Think, I did, I did. I got off track. AOS, we got the Astros sitting on top, followed by the Mariners. Any comments on that? I'm just shocked the Mariners are second. <laughs> Dude, they've been kind of building up throughout the years. They yeah, I keep hearing stacked. it, but I keep waiting for it to just end because the Mariners are usually not good for any more than like a 20-game stretch. <laughs> Unless it was like a few years ago when they were absolutely stacked, both on pitching and for hitters, but that's going back quite a while. But we're going to see what happens over there in the American League. We got the NL East. Colbs, this one gets me really excited. The Mets are still on top. You said they were going to fail. You said they were going to fall apart, but no, they've done the exact opposite. But I will say, I am still a little nervous because the Braves are right there too at 84 and 51, only one game back from the Mets. Colbs, Anything to say in your defense about bashing the New York Mets? Um, Yeah, the Braves very well might sneak in over them. For the division, I understand that the Mets will then likely take the wild card. But what I would also say is it's the Mets. Don't they do a play-in game for uh, for that fourth seed? They do. Yeah, Ooh, in the, so uh, the Braves win that, then technically yeah. the Mets might not even really make the playoffs if they don't make the play in or if they don't win the play in. Well, they have good enough record right now where I think they pretty much sealed. Well, can't really say definitely. They've just about sealed a spot no matter what, even if they fall down to the wild card contention. contention but then you're going to have to have those wild card playoffs which is super risky because if you don't come to play good, just like your softball team, you're done. Yeah, exactly. There is no cushion. You don't have a four-game set, a five-game set, a seven-game set to do it. So Mets, please don't fall into that. I'm actually, if you can hear me, just listen, please. Just do it for (laughs) us. John's begging you. I'm begging you at this point. NL Central Colbs, another team that gets me super excited. The Cardinals, 79 and 55, sitting eight and two in their last 10 games. Albert Pujols, freaking chase for 700 is on. The chase for 700 is definitely on. He's had a hot bat here these past few months, and uh, he's at 695. Five more to get into the 700 club. How many games? What's that? How many games left? There is, I don't know how many games left off the top of my What's head, their but record? not many. It is 85 and 50. All right, so that's 135. So he's got he's got 27 games left. It's getting close. It's almost yeah. that time. <laughs> so it's almost that time. It's about to get interesting over there. Uh I think they're going to do it. I'd love to see the Cardinals make it into the playoffs as well. looks like they're going to end up clinching their division. They're eight and a half games ahead of the Brewers. But like Kolb said, still plenty of baseball left, so it's hard to predict that. NL West, the Dodgers are absolutely annihilating everyone. They're 92 and 41, 
They have a 19-game lead over the Padres, who's sitting at 74 and 61. The Padres are having a great year. But when people look at the Padres, they're going to go, well, they suck. They're 19 (laughs) games back from the Dodgers. In reality, they could probably be a first-place team anywhere else in the league, not just by their record, but how skilled they are. Dude, Coles, that is what's going on in Major League Baseball. Are you excited for the playoffs? (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait. (laughs) Well, Cole, something else that you are super excited about is college football. You are one of the biggest college football fans out there. Dude, John, I was actually watching a good bit of it this Saturday. Exactly my point. Yeah, I I, I did not know that, actually. (laughs) <laughs> no, I I had some fun watching a few of the games. I wanted to watch the Hurricanes because I grew up rooting for the U. So they they won. They tied their school record. They won seventy seven to thirteen against uh, Bethane Cookman. Bethane Cookman. So bad school, but still putting up seventy seven. That's good news for the Canes. That was really exciting to see. They went in ranked sixteenth. So you know, not that that's really going to adjust them for this week, but. That's that's a step in the right direction. I think the U's doing a thing. Granted, the only thing that worries me with them is I think that their receiving core, not as good as it typically is. No, I, I don't know enough enough about college football, but oh my freaking God, I am blown away by some of these <laughs> scores. 69 to 10. Oh, yeah, you get that every zero. week in college football. Alabama, I know they won 55 nothing. They always schedule a bunch of cupcakes when it's not in the SEC. This is insane. Ladies and gents, if you're just an NFL fan, go take a look at some of the college football scores because it will literally blow your mind. Oh, dude, that, that's what made me laugh. The teams <laughs> that I was watching was just teams that I tend to root for. So I was watching good teams play bad teams. I barely saw any good college football. But I, that's what I wanted to watch. Like, I'm sitting there dying in bed, and I'm like, no, I got to watch the U. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. yeah, that's that's how it went. But, hey, we're, we're going to have more and more exciting games. I know that that Ohio State-Notre Dame game was something to watch. That was uh, not one that I watched, but that was the, uh, I believe, the, uh, Ohio State's two and Notre Dame was five. And uh, Ohio State won that one 21 to 10. So I'm sure that that'll keep Ohio State right there at two, and that'll probably push Notre Dame back a little bit. But that's early in the season. They can make up for that. Plus, uh, college football has recently come out, John. They're going to, starting in 2026, have a 12-team game or a playoff. Ooh, everybody's trying to be more competitive. Everybody's trying to follow the Major League Baseball way, I guess. Right, Colbs? Yeah. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> Dude, this CFL, who's sitting on top over there? East Division, Argonauts. Oh, shit. I probably hacked it. The West Division, the Blue Bombers, Colbs' favorite team. All right, ready for the good stuff? I'm ready. Tell us. All right. The top 10 teams going into the 2022-2023 NFL season, according to Colbs. Number 10, John, the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. And, John, this means something. This means that all four AFC West teams are going to be in my top 10 going into the season. The Las Vegas Raiders were a very good team last year who end up just catching into the playoffs. 
And that was with them losing their head coach partway through the season. That's with half their ownership group just stepping down. All the managers there are like, hey, I want to get out of here. Nobody has an explanation why yet. So the Raiders have faced turmoil, and they still came out of there as a playoff team last year. I think with the addition of Devontae Adams offensively, this now gives Derek Carr that extra weapon that he needs to be able to really push this team to the next level. The only unfortunate piece is he plays in the AFC West. Otherwise, the Raiders, like they they could win several divisions in the NFL. This won't be one of them. Oof. Number nine, John, the Green Bay Packers. Now, Aaron Rodgers is pissed. But with that said, uh, the Packers, they lost Devontae Adams. And I honestly wouldn't be shocked if they sit outside of my top 10 at the end of this season. But keep in mind the way the power rankings work, you got to take a little bit into consideration what the team finished last year. What did they do this offseason? I don't have reason yet to keep the Packers outside of my top 10. And I think they are roughly around this spot when all is said and done. But for right now, they sit at number nine. Most people probably think I'm doing that a little bit low, but I honestly think the Packers are going to have more struggles than people are assuming they will. What's going to be the biggest struggle area? Running game or? Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust receivers he isn't throwing the ball to, and nobody on his team other than the ghost of Sammy Watkins has more than like 60 NFL catches in their career. Well, Randall Cobb is over there. (laughs) You know what? I'm sorry. I take it back. Randall Cobb is there all as well. (laughs) Everything is good. Lazard John. have a good year. You'll have an okay year. (laughs) John, number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. So I might be doing a thing again with them, and I promise this is the last year that I will do this with Baltimore if they fail me again. But I think that Baltimore is one of the best teams in the NFL. I think that the whole thing where Lamar Jackson can't do it in the playoffs is just way overblown. I think Lamar Jackson is perfectly capable. The AFC is just really tough. But I do expect that Baltimore is going to win the division. If they do not, and it's not because of a Lamar Jackson injury, then I will – go ahead and start alleviating myself from betting Ravens to be awesome. (laughs) But right now I think the Ravens are going to be awesome. Look out by the way for Mark Andrews and fantasy, because anybody that's got them, you have yourself a monster. Mm -hmm. Number seven, the Cincinnati Bengals. Keep in mind, John, I do not have the Bengals being a playoff team this year. However, they did just make it to the Super Bowl and they improved their roster. It would be unfair of me to take them out of my top 10 going into this season simply because I don't believe that they're going to make it back to the playoffs and that I think they were somewhat of an overachieving team last year. I think this uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, they have all the talent. I think that they did too much with it last year, and it's going to regress to the mean. However, I can't take them out of the top 10 yet. They have to prove mm-hmm. it to me that they're not there. I just think that they will. Number six, the Los Angeles Chargers. So the Chargers did uh they did kind of a little bit of what the Raiders did, except that they might have done it at more important spots for their team. They added Khalil Mack and uh JC Jackson, the corner from New England. So the Chargers got better at both defending the pass and rushing the passer. That is huge because the Chargers, we know that they didn't struggle moving the ball last year. Justin Herbert was consensus top five quarterback last year from pretty much anybody. I myself have him right around five. I think he's five or six. If they're going to make it to the next step, it has to be from something other than Justin Herbert because he wasn't the problem last year. 
I think that the Los Angeles Chargers have resolved the majority of their issues that they had last season, and they're going to come in here hot. Number five, John, the Denver Broncos. Hey, the addition, Russ. Yep, the addition of Russell Wilson is automatically going to make them an incredibly good team. There are people that say that Russ might be washed and that last year was you know, more so that Russ just isn't as good anymore, but I need you to keep something in mind. Just remember the beginning of the season and then the last two games of the season last year. Russell Wilson looked awesome when he was healthy. He had a messed up finger. It was dislocated for weeks, and then he came back and tried to throw with it still kind of off. You you can't do that. Colbs, what I'm curious about when it comes to the Broncos is their running back situation. Are they still going to continue to leverage Melvin Gordon all the time? Or are they going to go over to Javante Williams? Cause Javante is an absolute beast. Oh, I drafted him in fantasy in our league, John. Oh, you did? Yeah. I have Javante <laughs> Williams. I, I think that they're what they're going to come to find John is that you need to run the football for Russell Wilson's offense to work best. Ah, okay. All right. It, it just doesn't work if he just sits back there and throws because he does hold the ball too long. So you have to give the impression of run okay. at least from time to time. And you only do that by running the football from time to time. So, John, Denver number five. Number four, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Hey, look, Tom Brady and the boys are back. I know that they got worse. And I also, as you heard last week, have them winning the Super Bowl. So I have no reason to believe that Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not going to be a top-tier team this year, and the NFC is incredibly weak. I think the Tampa's going to run all over everybody, and when I say run over, I don't mean necessarily by running the football. It's going to be Tom Brady and the boys putting on a show. I'm not worried about Tampa. Tampa sits at number four. John, number three, the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, They are still better than you, even without Tyreek Hill. They drafted Sky Moore this offseason. I think that's going to help. And they also picked up Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know where he fits into this, but I know that he does have a speed element to him. I think that they're going to be able to make up some of what they lost with Tyreek Hill. You're not going to replace Tyreek Hill because Mm -hmm. there's only one of him. But you're going to be able to utilize other talents as guys that can go downfield and grab the ball. They still have Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure, has worked the majority of this offseason with throwing the ball underneath more effectively and not just cannoning it downfield. John, the Kansas City Chiefs at number three. Number two, the Buffalo Bills, who are in many eyes the favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. I personally think that the Bills are going to be potentially the second best team in football this year. However, I still, as I showed you last week, I still don't see where they get by the Chiefs. I just don't, but that's just me. And I when I say that, I don't mean that I would be shocked if they did. I just don't see it myself. But the Buffalo Bills are going to be a phenomenal football team, and they're going to be on a war path. Number one, John, because we have to have them here. They're the Super Bowl champions. It is the Los Angeles Rams. It is their place to lose. Granted, I do think uh, I think week one they're going to lose to Buffalo. I'll throw that Dang. out there for you just real quick. So, granted, it's week one, too, so all sorts of funny stuff happens. I mean, that game could be a blowout one way or the other, and I'm not going to take much out of that game because it's week one. But I do think that the Rams deserve this number one spot right now. I think they will inevitably be knocked off. I think that them in Tampa will be the top two teams in the NFC. Frankly, I don't really think it's going to be that close. I think it's just those two that you have to worry about. But for right now, the Rams sit atop the entire NFL and the power rankings. John, 
Cold. That is the top 10 power rankings. So many, so much news has been kind of going on out there in the sports world, particularly about Stafford in his elbow or something's wrong with his arm. And they're worried about him basically getting a dead arm halfway through the season and not even being able to throw the football. I heard about like a little bit of information about what that injury was. Dude, that's a real possibility. I mean, <sighs> it is. I mean, I'm not going to buy too much into it until I see it, but it is a possibility. And Stafford is not the youngest quarterback in the league by any means. So these things do happen. He'll be the first quarterback to get Tommy John surgery. No, I'm just kidding. It's probably not even the same ligaments, but there probably is some other sort of wild surgery out there that would deal with the football side of things. Cause you throw a baseball or a softball different than you do a football. It's true. Hey, John, you ready to get out of here? Hell yeah. Oh, our time's almost up. We better get going. Uh-oh. <laughs> Coles, Acoustic Cinema. This has been the Sports Roundtable of Jack Hand. <laughs> this cannot be used without discretion of the owner's consent of Jack Dick Hand, John and Kobe. Tom- <laughs>